All right. What happens when you take two passionate and very opinionated ladies and you add in a little OU football or a lot of OU football? What do you get in the end? Talk Sporty. Yay. I'm Dana and this is... Sean. Sean. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. And we're here to talk sporty. We got to talk a little OU football. We do. How are Uh, you, Sean? I'm good. Um, there's, there's a lot of things to talk about that aren't college football, but not OU too. Oh yes, that's true. But before we start, got a couple of things. First thing is last time you, which we last met before the OSU game. And you said something about, you saw on Twitter, you were on Twitter now, Dana. (laughs) Sort of. Okay. I'm so proud of you. I I read it, but I don't really log in. <laughs> okay. Do you have like a Twitter handle or do you just like no. read? Oh, oh okay. no. You just no. read your husband's. I just read my husband's. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. going to have to get a Twitter handle. I I'm going to start following you if you're oh, on Twitter. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that means I'd have to write something. I don't, no, I don't know no, if I'm ready for that. No, you have to write anything. I could just then share stuff with you. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Just I guess I'm going to have to get with the 30th century. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Dana. Maybe. Maybe. I'm always challenged when it comes to the, that sort of thing. It's like after we got done, I'm like, Wait a minute. She said she read something on Twitter. Dana was on Twitter. <laughs> and I was kind of proud of you. Even if you are looking at your husband's, I'm still proud of you. Yeah, I'm just reading someone else's. <laughs> well, that's, that's okay. That's okay. It's He's okay. been involved in um, harassing some of the USC fans. Oh, so um, he trolls USC fans. He trolls them. Okay. And so then he'll tell me something. And then I'm like, oh, that's a good one. I need to read that. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. I, he's done more of that than like, oh, you things, you know, right. it's okay. more like make fun of Lincoln. Yeah. Well, you know, Lincoln blinking. easy, easy pickings. It is easy yeah. pickings. Easy oh, pickings. Goodness. All well, right. Maybe we better talk about the Sooners. What okay. did you think about that game on Saturday? It, it was good. It was kind of like a tale of two games, right? I mean, it was kind of to- totally different than Oklahoma State. Yes, to- totally different. Yeah. And I guess what I what I saw was wonderful. Yes. And I saw a team that's got all the pieces except we're lacking some special teams. Oh, yes. Yes. But we've got most of the pieces, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Most of the defense, most of the offense. Yeah. And yet, okay. depending on play calling, mm-hmm. we may lose a game. Or we may win a game by 30 points. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy. It, yes. It shouldn't be that, uh, it shouldn't be that opposite. Tale of two, you know, like you said, a tale of two, two teams even. Right. Yeah. I agree. And um, I, I understand that sometimes, because I think mostly we're talking offensively. Uh-huh. But that you have to, have to give what the defense gives you sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I saw play calling on Saturday that I did not see against Kansas and I did not see against Oklahoma State, especially Correct. against Oklahoma State. We threw no long balls in those two lost games. Um, I felt like in the Kansas game, Dylan 
got off to a bad start. He threw a pick mm-hmm. six that first right. possession. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to me like he was told, you can't throw the ball anymore. Right. And yet, what did he do in this game? 423 mm-hmm. yards passing. Right. And don't tell me Kansas defense is that much better than West Virginia's defense. Right. Not true. Mm-hmm. We didn't try to throw the ball down the field against Kansas. No. We didn't try to throw the ball down the field against OSU. No. Well, against West Virginia, we did. And you know mm-hmm. what? When you hit some of those, that opens up the run game, too. It does. Exactly. And that's, that's what we mainly focused on run game in those mm-hmm. two losses and let their safeties tackle us. Right. And focused on run game, but didn't let Dylan do RPO, which he's very yes. successful at and which he's also opens up the pass game. Right. He had limited, limited run mm-hmm. uh, rushing in both of those games. Yes. And then against uh, West Virginia, he had something like, uh, oh, I've got to look and see, but oh. I want to say like 70-something yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the stats. 50, yard, 50 okay. yards rushing. 423 yards passing, 50 yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 4.5 average. So, yeah. And those are plays that are called that are not for him to decide which mm-hmm. which way to go. So, yeah. I I'm just I'm glad to see that we did do a better job in our offensive play calling. Right. Me too. Um and maybe you know, maybe that's learning curve, maybe that's growth. We can hope so. You know, we also had did a few things that we tend not to do, which is we got the tight end into the game. Yes, we got yeah. the tight end involved. Normally, he just is a blocker. And yes. why? Right. Let him catch the ball. He did. He he looked mm-hmm. great out there. Right. And Stalker the one pulled in lots of passes. And the one he missed in the end zone, that one was on Dylan. That wasn't on Austin because Dylan actually threw it to where Austin was at first. But because Dylan didn't throw it right away, Austin was moving just to, you know, maybe, okay, look, I'm over here. I, you know, want to make sure I'm staying away from the defender. And Dylan threw it exactly to where Austin had first turned around. So that I, I say that one was on on Dylan, not on Austin. But and also we had Nick Anderson, who's super tall, big guy, so almost like a tight end. We had one great play across the middle to him, and OU has this tradition of great tight ends. So I'm like, come on, let's. It's a fun play. I like tight end across the middle. Like to see what our tight ends can do. And we haven't been. We didn't use Braden Willis like we could have last year, and we haven't used Stogner or our bigger receivers like Nick Anderson. And Jaden Gibson. I mean, we I know we use Anderson and Gibson, but we don't use them across the middle, kind of like a tight end kind of thing. Right, you're right, and and I think that's a great that's a that's a great place to put them. Yeah, and they exactly. go up and they catch the ball. They mm-hmm. go out past the fir- where the first line's going to be, uh, yeah. the first down, and mm-hmm. stand there and catch the ball. Yeah, exactly. And they're hard to bring down. Right, and they're an easy target because they're tall. Yes, so we got this all figured out. We do, Dana. <laughs> He has listened to us. Maybe he listened, and so he um, took our advice. Oh, maybe so. Well, <laughs> I'm sure that's la- it. Well, last night on um, oh the sports um, oh what is it called the sports blitz? Um, Dean Blevins is one of the local commentator, one mm-hmm. of the local sports guys. He always breaks down the game, and he's like, "All you guys that all you Sooner fans that have been calling for Jeff Levy's head." He showed you what he can do. And it's like, 
Right. Because he had to, to keep his job. Why didn't he show us that two games ago and one game ago? And we wouldn't have two big L's on our, Mm -hmm. on our resume. Yeah. Why didn't he go for the jugular in those games? Well, he didn't. He didn't. And also in those games, he did what you say. He does that prevent offense, right? And this game, he kept pushing. I kept thinking, you know, when we came out the second half that he was just going to really play it safe. And at least it didn't appear that he did. So that was good. I, we, we kept scoring. We kept pushing. And right. And you've got right. to. Usually we get up two touchdowns and then mm-hmm. it's like, well, let's not try and get too far ahead of them. That right. way maybe they can catch us. <laughs> Make it more exciting in the yes. fourth quarter. <laughs> we, we, we want exciting football, don't we? <laughs> no, we don't. No. We want to win by 30. <laughs> You know, what I want, especially on a night game when I'm going home, is I want to be able to leave early, right after the fourth quarter starts. Not that I don't like to watch the game. I do. But, you know, if I'm driving home that night, it's nice to be able to leave early, listen to the end of it on the radio, know we've got it in hand, and know that I'm going to get home by midnight, (laughs) which I did. Exactly. Yeah. And if <laughs> and if it's close to the bitter end, um, nobody leaves the stadium until right. it's over at 10. And then it takes everybody, everybody gets out longer. Of the, and takes, then every, it takes forever to get out mm-hmm. of there. It takes right. everybody longer to get home. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. So that, well, that was good. Um, I just thought Dylan looked great. He had um, eight touchdowns, which set him mm-hmm. apart as the only OU quarterback yeah. that's ever had eight touchdowns all that he was a part of so um five passing ones and three rushing ones Mm -hmm. uh baker mayfield has had seven in the past and kyler murray has had seven in the past Mm -hmm. so he topped them so you can't say that our quarterback is average correct (laughs) or mediocre yeah he's actually getting better stats than some of our guys that were heisman trophy Uh winners yeah. Well, and today he was named as a semifinalist for the Maxwell Award. Excellent. So, okay. And, I did not and hear was that. offensive Big Twelve Offensive Player of the Week also. Okay. Excellent. So, yeah. So well, that. and I don't know if you they announced at the game, and I don't know if it was towards the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, towards the middle of the fourth quarter, they announced that he had surpassed um the NCAA um, number 10 spot for all-time passing yardage. Oh, in no, college. I hadn't heard that. Okay. And I, did, I was listening to the postgame show and I didn't hear, hear them okay. say that either. That's awesome. Well, I think it was at the stadium that they mentioned okay. it um, because we were looking up who's on that list. Right. Um, Case Keenum from okay. Houston was number one. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. And so this is all all yardage, all time in college, you know, total right. yardage. Which, of um, course, guys who go out early aren't going to be on that list, probably. Right, they won't so. be on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it had um, Dylan took over the number 10 spot. Okay. And he took over a, a kid from Hawaii, um, okay. Colt Brennan, who was okay. not someone that I knew, but it was a kid, He it was a quarterback that played at Hawaii university that he grew uh-huh. up watching. Oh, and okay. I love he that. even said that made it special to yeah, him. Sure. Yeah. So that, um, I, I never heard the final yardage. Um, but Colt Brennan had 14,193 yards in, in collegiate, um, okay. 
time. And so Dylan has at least 14,194 because wow. he, he passed um, yeah. Colt Brennan. Well, and, and he's Baker, still got games to play. So. Hey, right. He's still got two games mm-hmm. to play. Plus, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, what happens in, in post, post, you know, mm-hmm. post season. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker Mayfield was number seven oh, okay. on the list. I, I did not. I did not remember that at all. No, I Baker didn't was um, number seven on the list, and I want to say he to had that about Tech game. I'm sure. Yes, yes, <laughs> with Patrick Mahomes. Yes, um, and I don't remember now how many Case Keenum had. We pulled it up, um, and I want to say Baker had about sixteen thousand. So, I mean, no. he may need closer to a, you know another. Yeah. Another couple thousand to be even higher than 10, but, but right. that's incredible. Yeah, that, that's That great. is incredible. And of course that counts all of his collegiate years. So sure. that catches the time yeah. that he was at UCF. UCF. Also. Love yeah. that. Yeah. And speaking of UCF, how about what they did to Oklahoma State? Oh my goodness. I was not expecting no, that, Sean. And they all. wore those blue, blue. uniforms, which <laughs> seems strange. You. Yeah, Space U, and they kept calling them, didn't they call them the, not astronauts, but, um, like, um, what did they, some, some kind of knots, but it wasn't astronaut. Anyway, um, citrus, was it citrus knots or something like that? that, You know, I was at the restaurant watching and listening on the radio some, and I didn't know to hear them saying that. In fact, on the radio, I didn't realize they were in the blue. So when I got into the restaurant and was looking, I'm like, who are they playing? Who's Oklahoma State playing? Are they showing like yeah. an old game? Is it halftime? What's going on? I they was look so like confused. North Carolina, you know, it's mm-hmm. like is Mac Brown on the sidelines? That that's yeah. kind of the color um, that they right. had, but yeah, but that was just they just hammered OSU. They did like OSU. It's like they didn't crawl out of bed, Mm-mm. and no. it was an afternoon game. You know, they blamed it on the rain. Um, yeah, it and they did said for that a while rain hard, but I mean, it must have rained hard, but Ollie I would have Gordon thought, right. Fumbled the ball right off the, you know, like the first possession. And I, I, I don't think it was that rainy. Uh, they just did. They just, OSU could not get the ball game, the ball together. Yeah. They just couldn't. Yeah. And Bowman kept throwing picks and it was, yeah, wasn't pretty. Um, I wondered how they would do coming off the high of winning Bedlam. And um, so I I thought something like that might be the case, but I did not think it would be a blowout. I wasn't 100% surprised that UCF won, but I really didn't think it would be a blowout. And I do wonder if this is what that is one of those things where they're going to have a hard time regrouping. If Bowman's confidence is going to be shook, if Gundy is going to be concerned about letting Bowman throw the ball. And the last couple of weeks, I mean, even against us, Ollie Gordon didn't get the kind of yards he'd been getting. So I'm wondering if people have figured him out or I think he's kind of hurt too. Didn't you say? I think he's hurt. He got, he got a little banged up. Um, he appeared to be a little banged up in the OU game. Okay. They didn't really come out and say that, but he appeared to be that way. And then you know, he fumbled the first possession and then he kind of limped around. Mm-hmm. There was another time OSU was out on the field. Their offense was playing and he was over on the stationary bike. Okay. Um, and so he didn't play much, I don't think, in the second half. Um, okay. Just from the standpoint of they, they I, I'm assuming they thought he was hurt enough. He, he shouldn't right. be out there. Okay. Okay. 
All right. That's too bad for him just because he was on track to, if he continued doing what he was doing to be in the Heisman conversation. And oh, actually yeah. that, that morning when I was listening to the pregame show, they were talking about if he had another great showing, he would have to, they would have to start talking about him, but you know, that didn't happen. So well, and you didn't see all of the OU OSU game, but he did no. strike the Heisman pose in the end zone. Um, I did see that. Um, in yeah. the second quarter, uh, yeah. when the that. score really was, it wasn't obvious that OSU mm-hmm. was going to win. So right. um, there were several Sooner fans that were like, hmm, maybe you jumped the gun on that one, mm-hmm. OG3 or OG2. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. Maybe you jumped the gun on that. So. Yeah. <laughs> So. Uh, so what year is he? I should know that. He is a redshirt freshman. Maybe? Okay. I was thinking. I think. Okay. So he may be around for a little bit longer. Or I, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. He's okay. either a redshirt freshman or a sophomore. He's either been there one year, but didn't play much last okay. year. Um, I kind of think that's what it is. So okay. we've got a few more years to see him. Right. Okay. Unless he transfers. Right. Well, you know, it's a possibility. <laughs> it happens all the uh, time. It happens the time. all the time. It does. It mm-hmm. does. It happens all the time. <laughs> um, and it's talking about red shirts, so it looks like they're going to want you to red shirt Jackson Arnold. Yes, that's Going what to try, obviously. They put in Davis Bevel mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah. OU game, and it's like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Why are you putting him in? Um, but he's the third string, and and yeah, they're like we we'd we'd like to preserve Jackson Arnold's mm-hmm. full year. He has played in four games, so yes. if he plays in another game, he will lose his redshirt status. Although they did say when I was listening in the car on the way driving down Lindsay Street, um, they said that if he were to play in the bowl game, that does not count. Oh, I didn't know that. And okay, at least that is what. Um, Teddy and Gabe thought because they said that rule had changed in the last few years because so many QBs opt out of the bowl games. And Mm -hmm. so they let that be a gimme. Okay. They don't count that against their red shirt. Okay. You know, so that's good. So that's good. Not, I'm not saying that Dylan would opt out of a bowl game. I'm just saying that should Dylan opt out of a bowl game or get hurt in a bowl game, that Jackson Arnold could come in and it would not mess up his redshirt status, according to the post-game show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, they're usually pretty knowledgeable about yes. that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't research that myself. So if I'm wrong, <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> What else do you think, Dana? Oh, I love Stoops. Um, I love what yes. he's been doing uh, mm-hmm. the last, oh, even the last three games. Yeah. But for sure, the last two games. Right. Um, it's like he's an all-time senior. I'm uh-huh. going to take the team on my back. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get a first down. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'm going to get open. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Yes. Give me the... And he's he's looked phenomenal. Yeah. I used to think he's too small to probably play on Sundays, but then I've watched these last couple games mm-hmm. and thought, I, I think he can do it. No, I think I, he can. I 100% think his draft stock has gone up. I actually thought he, I thought he'd go out. I did not think he'd come back this year. 
glad he did. Um, but I thought he would be a Cole Beasley type player. So I actually thought there'd be a place for him in the NFL, but his, his draft stock's gone up. The guy, I've got some of his numbers. Oh yeah. What are they? Past two weeks. So against OSU, 12 receptions for 134 yards. Okay. And one touchdown. And then this week he had, okay. And then this week, 10 receptions for 164 yards. Oh, three wow. touchdowns. Long Excellent. Was, long was 60. And that 60 yarder, I think I texted you then. I'm like, kid is a fighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Goodness he gracious. He's the smallest guy out there, or one of them. Yeah. And he's got a guy on his back and another guy, and then Jalil Farouk grabs him and pulls him into the end zone. And he just, he's hes like, I'm not going down. I'm just going to keep going, and you guys will have to fight to get me down. And, yeah, he, um, he's been really fun to watch, and it's fun to listen to him. You know, after the OSU game, he was like, we still have a lot to play for. Um and we're we're gonna keep trying our hardest. And he did this week um also defend Levy, but a lot of a lot of the players are. So, you know, yeah. that's it. They they play for him, we don't. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. But if they talk trash on him, he's for sure not gonna let him play. Well, there's, there's that too. There's that too. <laughs> That's politics, isn't it? Yeah, that's politics. <laughs> we can say that, but uh, they can't. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been really fun to see um, what Drake's done this year. And Oh, yeah. yeah he's great. Well, and I, I think oftentimes. And we love him. He's an OU guy through and through, right? Uh, right. And I, I think it was, it may have been in the OSU game that the commentators on TV were talking about. Lots of times they're like, well, he his dad was Bob. You know, his dad's Bob Stoops. He's got to do that. And they're like, you're discounting mm -hmm. all the hard work mm -hmm. and all the practice that he puts in to be mm -hmm. out there on the field and to be such a good wide receiver in mm -hmm. a small body. And it has nothing to do with Bob. It's a walk on. He was a walk on. It has nothing to do with Bob yeah. Stoops. No. He just has the same last name. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm sure. Bob instilled that in his kids, that kind of work ethic yes. and stuff. But but Bob's not the one who's doing the work to to make that happen on the field, and that that's all that's all Drake, you yeah. Know? And exactly, granted, he, he grew up with a great great football minds around mm -hmm. him. I mean, his uncles also. So it's it's not like it's there's some DNA there, but um, no, he's he's put in the work and keeps putting in the work and. Um, loves the Sooners too so which is yeah, yeah. and that uh, you want to talk about the play in the end zone where he got uh he oh, got oh yeah he caught the ball yeah. um and he goes down it's a hard mm -hmm. hit mm -hmm. he lays on the ground he said he got the wind knocked out of him yeah um and then the lights flashed and what happened Sean <laughs> well so what I saw one thing is the lights are out and Drake's light laying on the ground I could kind of see that which I'm like, I hope he's okay, but I can't really see what's going on. And then all of a sudden you could just see that there's this scrum. I saw it has to be, I don't know for a fact, but I think it must be Jaden Gibson because it makes more sense for it to be him, another receiver than Jason McCullough. But 
number one, can't tell because they got the unity written on the back of those uniforms, goes running out there along with, you know, everybody else about to fight. And two coaches, and I'm not sure which two, are pulling him back. He gets away. They finally almost tackle him at the oh goalpost. Oh, my. And one of the coaches, he'd thrown down his clipboard and his papers to get him. And they're just like, dude, back. You know, we got enough guys out there in the fight. Um, and as I told you, the light's coming down. That's, you know, whatever. Okay. I mean, I, I but if Drake had really been hurt and also I, that would be a problem. And also, I think if the lights had been up, the refs would have seen that there were three guys standing over Drake taunting him. Yes, there was taunting going on. And, yeah. and they would and have they, thrown a flag and it and would have didn't. been an almost fight and Met Tower wouldn't have been kicked out the next play. Exactly. Exactly. That's um and like you said, it's it's dark. Mm -hmm. But the refs have got to be watching for stuff like yeah. that. That's their job. Right. But, you know, I know I sound sound like an old, but the whole lights going off right then <laughs> I'm just like, you know what, let's, I know the young people like it. I know the recruits like it. I know it's cool. I know all the other universities are doing that kind of thing at night game, but can we maybe do it after the PAT or wait a beat so we can see that the play what is happens? actually done and right. that there's not, not a reviewing. flag. We're not reviewing and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, I like agree. I said, I know, I know that I sound old when I say Stuff like that. Well, I agree with you. So I guess that puts us in the same boat. Yes. <laughs> well, and then McKay, the next play, we go for the, we mm -hmm. kick the PAT. And um, McKay sounds like he said something probably when he's getting down into the line of scrimmage, getting ready to, you know, play. Okay. And yeah. then. He and number 12 duke it out again or, or yeah. push each other, I guess. Right. And he, he gets a, two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Yeah. So he gets ejected. See, I was confused about all of that, too, because I didn't hear that he'd gotten both. And so I'm like, right. okay, so what was his bad enough that he got kicked out? And then my nephew, he's like, no, I think he got the first one they said was his. And then also and, the second one. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway. And then he got a fist bump from yes. the, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Or Joe Harrods. Who was it? Oh, Leon no, it was, Harrows. Harrows. it was Harrods. It was Harrods. You're right. Like, You're right. My bad. Way to go, boy. It's like, <laughs> ah. Yeah. Because then Venables was like, we've got to play better. We've got to have our head on straight. We can't get in the moment and can't let emotions get us. Of course, he's um, going to talk. Last week, he, he let that happen to him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so the, I guess it was yesterday, I guess it was Sunday. Um, McCade said that he apologized to his teammates mm -hmm. in the locker room after the game. He yeah. apologized. He was sorry that he cost mm -hmm. him those two penalties and getting right. ejected. He shouldn't have, mm -hmm. but he got his emotions. You know, he mm -hmm. got emotional and got caught sure. up in the moment. Yeah. And then Drake stood up and apologized for spiking the ball. He said he got okay. caught up in the emotions. Mm -hmm. It was a really chippy game and everybody was saying things to each other. Okay. And, um, Interesting. And, um, he shouldn't have spiked the ball and he would never do that again. So that these are 
our leaders that mm-hmm. did apologize and, and yeah. say they shouldn't have been doing that. Right. So that's, that's good. And, you know, like I said, when Gibson went out there, like I said, once again, I'm assuming it was Gibson as opposed to Jason McCullough, but, um, like he's going to have to do bear crawls this week. <laughs> yes. And plenty of them. And plenty of them. <laughs> and, and, and as well as all the other guys, but, um, you know, keep watching out for, for little boy, little Little guy Drake, I shouldn't call him. Boy. Yeah, little guy Drake. Little yeah. guy Drake, watching out, wa- yeah. watching out for their top wide receivers. So well, and Drake said that the hit on him was not a dirty hit. No, it, it didn't look like it. When I he saw said, the replay. "I just got the wind knocked out mm-hmm. of me," and he said, yeah. "I I could not move. I could mm-hmm. not get up. I could not right. breathe. So I just could not move." Um, yeah, and he said, "I was proud that they all came to to support me." Yeah, well, it's kind of like. Um, on that, I guess it was a punt when Spear Jennings hit that guy who, um, the West Virginia guy who fielded the punt, and it was just like hitting a brick wall. I mean, that guy goes to oh yeah move, boom. and he just boom back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he hit him so hard. But then in the replay, it's like didn't look like he necessarily. I mean, he hit him hard, but not as hard as it looked. It was just like there was just nowhere for that guy to go because he yeah. just. He, he thought he might get through there and he wasn't getting through there. So yeah, he was down. <laughs> yeah, he was down. <laughs> down for the count. <laughs> he was down. So um, one thing I've like really liked seeing was both weeks. Um, last week when Stutzman was out and then of course Stutzman was back at our linebacker core. We oh, have yes, got Sean. some guys mm-hmm. who can play. We do. You know, Kip Lewis got his first start with Danny Stutzman out mm-hmm. against OSU. And he had, I, I, there was talk, um, you know, that he had a little problem, the fir- like the first possession or so. Mm-hmm. And then that's all it took. And he yeah. was team high in tackles. He had 15 yes. tackles in that yeah, OSU Yeah, nine game. solo. Nine yeah. solo. And he was all over the field. He, he looked great. He I mean, did. We love Danny Stutzman. he looked great Stutzman. this week, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, they moved Danny Stetsman, um, and they've got him playing the, the Mike, Mike linebacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because Kip's and he's playing said, Will, right? And yes. And so yeah. they've got Kip in playing Will. Um, mm-hmm. So they're complementing each other. But mm-hmm. I think the two of them together oh, yeah. are exceptional. Yes. Now, that meant that Canick didn't get the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came in and played some later in the game against West Virginia. And mm-hmm. he, he said he, he had no hard feelings, you know, right. um, it, it will just help motivate him to play better and mm-hmm. harder. So yeah. I, I don't think there was any issue there with that, well, but and you get, you got to play the, the guy who's doing the best. And even last week, which he didn't play as much this week, but last week, um, Kobe McKenzie played linebacker, um, against Oklahoma state and he had seven tackles. Oh, that's excellent. So, excellent. I mean, I think he's a true freshman. He only had one this week. I think he is, week. too. So, okay. But it's nice seeing some of these, you know, younger guys like Spear, um, Spears Jennings and um, Kobe McKenzie. And then, you know, seeing Kip Lewis play and then Jaron Kanick. He's he's a younger guy, too. So, it's... Uh-huh. it's yeah. Getting them in to play um, yeah. in, in big games. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is West Virginia we're playing, not... Um, oh gosh, who did we play early in the year that, 
you know, it's not even, maybe not even a division two team, you know, I mean, not a division one team. You need that experience. Yeah. Yeah, You need that Mm -hmm. experience against um, comparable players. Yeah. Same caliber type. In Um, fact, I didn't even realize. So Stutzman was the um, lead tackler this week with eight. Billy Bowman was after that, but Robert Spurs Jennings also, you know, young guy, seven Kip Lewis had something this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Kendall Dolby this year or this week, Mm -hmm. Desan McCullough was injured and out with just a minor injury, they said. Okay. And And so Kendall Dolby started at the cheetah position and I thought he played Mm -hmm. really well. Um, And they also put in a freshman. um, Oh, I didn't write his name down. It's, Oh, it starts with an well, oh, Omisi, Omiso, Om. It's hard to say, oh, like Omisogo the, the or something. Samuel, yes, Omisigo or whatever. Yeah, yes, he had two uh-huh. tackles, and um, he's. Ju- a tr- I think he's a true freshman. Yeah, too. I think that's right. Coming and then into play, Jacoby some. Johnson had that pick. Oh, that's right. He had a mm-hmm. pick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they the defense is. Was looking okay too, so that's that's good. Like, to and they see had that. a goal line stand. They did again. Remember, yes, it was inside the ten. The ball's inside the ten, and they held them, and they yes. held them, and they held them, and they held them. You know, know. they actually lost yardage. I want to say at one point they got to the to the one yard line or one and a half they yard were line right there. Yeah, and then they finished. At the end of the fourth mm-hmm. down, they were out about the three. So they lost yeah. yardage on four downs. And I'm it's kind incredible. of like on that fourth down, because that was the first half, wasn't it? Uh-huh. And I'm like, take the points. Did you not see what we did against Texas? And you're not <laughs> Texas. Exactly. Exactly, Neil Brown. Pull your head out. Why Why would you go for it Why right would there? you? Why would you? Take the three points. And of course, I guess you're down. They were down what, twenty four to? Is that right? Were they down? Oh, I don't remember what they were down at that point. But still, I don't remember sometimes either. it's like just just take the points. There's still a whole lot of game to play. Or eight fourteen, or, or do something 14. different because they just kept running. Right, they just kept running. Yeah, and that fourth down play was a shovel pass. Uh huh. Um, you know, just kind of a shovel pass into the middle, and and then. The guy got pushed back three yards, mm-hmm. uh, run an end around or run a pass or mm-hmm. do something. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to do something better than that. It's crazy. But that whole time I'm just But like, anyway. Yeah. We liked it. And I'm we. Like, yes. 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 We, we, we got a goal line stand against Texas. Uh-huh. We got a goal line stand. Did we keep it against Kansas? I can't oh, remember. I don't, I don't we had remember. one against UCF. One against Texas, one against mm-hmm. UCF, one against West Virginia. I think we had a goal line stand against Kansas, but they they may have gotten us on some sort of penalty. Uh, probably because, yeah, that was another thing that, that was different between the Kansas-Oklahoma State game and this game is we had fewer penalties, yes. especially in key moments, mm-hmm. and we um, won the turnover battle. Yes. I, I mean, that's very mm-hmm. important to win yeah. the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. And we had a muffed punt. That was a special teams thing. Gosh. And he, and, and he muffed a second one, but he, he fell on it. 
it, yeah. it like the ball hits him in the chest mm -hmm. and goes straight down. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta hold on to it. And, and I like him, but. Oh, I do too. I do too. I do think that some of those really high punts, it seems like he loses the ball up there. Yeah. His, well, and you got to think at night. I mean, mm -hmm. do they practice them at night with the lights right. on? I would think right. the lighting would be different. Mm -hmm. And that's not the first time he, one of our guys has backed into him. That happened. I can't remember if it was Texas or one of those other games. And our, our guy helping to block for him has to know where he is. He has to know yeah. where our receiver is because neither time did they, you know, call some them blocking him into um, the re receivers. So yes, our special teams need some work. It does. I mean, we had, I wrote down that we had five penalties for 60 yards, but there, there were two defensive pass interferences, one on, in one possession, one mm -hmm. was on Woody and one was on, um, oh, uh, oh, and there was that one in the end zone and it was not passing. And it was not a pass interference. No. Yeah. And I, I really don't think Woody had a pass interference either. Um, but we had those two penalties and then Metower had the two personal fouls or unsportsmanlike mm -hmm. conduct. And, um, Drake Stu, he, he spiked the ball. That's, that's a, that's true. Unsportsmanlike yes. penalty. Mm -hmm. So we really didn't have offsides and holding and mm -hmm. I kind of think we had one holding call that brought us back. Um, Especially those pre-snap penalties really killed us oh, last yeah. week. Yeah. We really didn't have very many of those, which, yeah, is, good, which is good. But mm -hmm. 60 yards is still a lot. Yeah, it three, is. That's true. Three unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Stop that. That's, yeah, stop that, guys. <laughs> okay. So I may sound old on this too, but what did you think about the alternate uniforms? Um, I actually like the color. Me too. Lots of people were like, ooh, they're gray. We're red. We're crimson cream. Of course, we wore uh, them last year. But. Right. I, I, I like the red and the gray, but I Me cannot too. read their numbers. Me you got to do something about the numbers. Yes. They need to be white mm -hmm. or something. Because yes. in gray or the, the red psychedelic uh, shiny, yeah. you can't read them. You can't and, see it. And we'd say, is that two or 22 mm -hmm. or, or yeah. 14? I'm, you, you, can't, you can't make them out. And even where and, I sit, because I sit lower than you, and, and I, close, we can't yeah. we can't read them. And they don't contrast on the field very well. I had a friend who I was talking to yesterday, and she asked about it, and she said, even on TV, there's not that much contrast. So I wonder if it, um, which I thought, I'm backing up, but on TV, at least when we would see on the scoreboard, I could see the numbers better. Uh -huh. But looking down on the field, I couldn't. But when they're moving around on the field, especially under the lights, it was kind of hard to contrast sometimes with the um, turf. And a friend said, same thing on TV. She said she didn't like the way they looked on TV so much as far as really? the contrast. Okay. And so I'm like, does it make it hard for the players? you know, or Dylan to see where his receivers are. I don't know. I know they, they do look good. I know that players get excited about an alternate uniform. We got excited about it last year. I was hoping that it might be easier to see the numbers this year under the lights. Cause last year it was a day game. Oh, okay. Still okay. not, still not easy. They did, So yeah. they look good. 
but they don't look so great when they're playing or they yes. don't, you know, they, yeah. they're not practical. Not practical. And not then practical. they have unity on the back, which yes. unity is great. Yes. But I, if I could see a name, I could also tell what their number mm -hmm. is. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's and true. I can only know that they're unity. I yes. don't know who they are. I don't like know who I made said, that tackle. I don't know which number one went out there to get in the scrum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, somebody, one of the number ones. One of the number one ones. Of the number ones. Yes. Yep. So, well, actually, I thought that before when I'm watching Notre Dame or USC, I'm like, I don't know who that is because they don't, oh, right. you know, have they their names. They don't have names. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't have their names on the back of their jerseys. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of a little bit of my thought. Um, um, okay. Before we talk about, did you have anything else about the OU stuff? OU game? Um, well, I just had a few like okay. stats about yes. our offense and our defense, like where okay. we rank nationally. Oh, um, good. Cause I haven't these, looked at these any are about. good. I mean, okay. do they mean anything? I don't know, but, right. but it, it's good. Um, it's good to talk about, um, the offense ranks fourth nationally in total offense. <clears throat> okay. That, oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> they are averaging 505 yards per game. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. 500 yards per game. Yes. They're 35 and 35th in rushing okay. at 181 yards. It's helped that they've had more rushing these last two mm -hmm. games. Yeah, that's it. Um, and they're seventh in passing with 323 yards per game average. Okay. That's very All good. Right. Good. Glad to hear that. And our defense overall ranks 68th in total defense. Really? So yeah. we're close to that 50 mark. I mean, when BV came, we were 119th. Oh, um, wow. Okay. I re I'll never forget that number. I remember that number from Alex Grinch days. So okay. we, our total defense was 119th. So we're almost half of what okay. we were. So, so we're <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Trending a, a in the right direction. Better. Trending um, so in the right direction. We're allowing 376 yards per game total. Okay. Uh, we are 47th national uh, nationwide in the run defense, allowing okay. 137 yards per game. And we're 88th in the passing, allowing 239 yards per game. Okay. But we play a lot of air raid mm -hmm. type right. offenses. Mm -hmm. um, if we were in the Big Ten, those numbers would look better because yes. Penn State can't, they can't pass for 200 yards a game. <laughs> right, right. They can't run or pass for 200 total yards a game. That's so. why their OC got canned this week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, when you see those numbers, you think at least where we are, that that is good. I don't mm -hmm. remember where we finished last year. I I think we were around 80th. Okay. But it was such a vast improvement from 119th yeah. that you go, 80 is great. Mm -hmm. We got to get down to 30, you know. Yes. So yes. we've still got room to improve, mm -hmm. but, but we are making strides. And like Good. you said, we've got a bunch of young players out there and yes. we are making strides from that. Yeah. Well, so talk, talking yeah. about that number, you know, when one of the things Riley said this week when, or last week after he fired Grinch was that Grinch knows how to run a defense. He did it at OU. And uh, I'm like, Everybody's like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure your husband was trolling, you know, some of that <laughs> stuff because it's like, what, what's, what are you, were you at? Yeah. 
Yeah, you didn't. You he, know, I, I I remember reading something too about him saying when he came from Ohio State, he helped improve OU's defense. And I'm like, maybe it got better one year and then it got worse. I'm, yes. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's he's on some quaaludes or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, well, he's out he, there in Hollywood. <laughs> he is. He is. And after they left and some of those guys had really good games, you know, I'm thinking Nick Benito, Perry and Winfrey, but when they um, had some really good games in the senior bowl that year. Yes. And they're like, we always had the talent. Yes. Yes. We just couldn't put it together and put it on the field. Yeah. Because our coach, you know, was scrunch. So, yeah. yeah. So, I am. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because it just like fits right in, you know, with the Grinch getting canned and that he didn't do all the things at OU that Riley seems to think he did. And um, I did look at. I need to find this, but all the scenarios for the Big Twelve. Oh, okay, okay. Um, What'd you come up with? Okay, so it's very, <laughs> the tiebreaker rules are long and super confusing. And, um, you know, it's like, well, if there's two teams that are tied and all the different things you do, and if there's three or more teams that are tied, all the different things you do. So there's like all these different six or seven things you do, and then you go down to coin toss. If, if oh, none of those things were okay, but so I went and they gave the paths for all these schools, and so of course for the Longhorns, their path is just to win out. Win, okay. And I know, like this week, we were kind of hoping they might lose too, <sighs> since a couple other schools lost, which gives us still hope, right? Kansas lost, Correct. and Oklahoma State lost, but um. At this point in time, I don't know that we want Texas to lose. I don't know if that helps us. So Oklahoma State, of course, their path is to win out. Um, Texas wins out and K-State loses to Iowa State. So because they have the tiebreaker over Oklahoma and Kansas State. But if Oklahoma State loses one game, then we still have path. So here's our path to get there. Okay. Win out, have Texas win out, and have Oklahoma State lose one time. Lose one. Okay. Yes, because we have the tiebreaker over Texas and Iowa State. Because right now we're in a tie with Iowa State, too. So K-State, Oklahoma State, oh. us, and Iowa State. Oh, I didn't realize Iowa State was back in. I, okay. Tied I think, for second. Okay. I think Iowa okay. State's in it. Or at least they have the tiebreaker over some people who are in it. Well, they but, won against BYU, so they may, you know, yeah. they may be back in it. Okay. Okay. So this is the f- really fun one. Okay. For Kansas State, this is their path. For them to win all the rest of their games and have Texas lose one time. So if Texas does lose... That puts K State and us in it if we, you know, keep winning because we we, win because K State has the tiebreaker over Oklahoma State and we hold the tiebreaker on Texas. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Oh, I had not thought of that. So it says if K State 
and but they, they have to be, go they to could Kansas. be in a, they could be in a four team tie if Iowa State beats Texas so you know like I said if Texas loses once so if Iowa State beats Texas and then K State wins um then the tie break it'd be between K State us anyway it's it's crazy it would be a four team tie so be between Texas K-State, us, and Iowa State, I guess. Anyway, so. They're, okay. Because, but K-State, um, oh, no, they don't have, hold a tiebreaker over anybody. But they, it would just be a really weird thing. Because if Texas loses once and K-State wins out, then it would maybe be us and K-State, which is weird. <laughs> that is strange. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect that at all. Yeah. Well, so. we really need Houston to play well and beat the Cowboys. And we really need Iowa State to beat Texas. They could do it. Yes. Iowa uh-huh. State could do it. They beat yeah. OSU. But even if even if Oklahoma State loses and we win the rest of our games, we're still in it because we have the tiebreakers. If OSU loses, if OSU one, we win. loses, and even if uh-huh. Texas wins out, then it would be that's us true. Texas. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And you know, the Big Twelve, Brent Yormark, really wants that to happen. Don't I know, you? right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know that was totally confusing. Look it up. Oh no, but that, li- that, that, listeners, that look it up. But it's, it's I hadn't very thought about K State at. Uh, really even being in it because we Me haven't neither. played them, but Me neither. they obviously are still yeah. in it. Yeah. They're still in the hunt. So, well, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the money. Um, oh this yeah. Up, that was on this, my list. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay. Excellent. You, you, well, you talk. I, I went um, online and found these stats and you know, when OU and Texas said they were leaving for the sec, it was for the money. Uh-huh. I mean, they were they were plain and simple. They didn't sugarcoat it. I mean, yes, the the competition should be better, but you get more money. Each right. team in the SEC gets more money. Mm-hmm. And so, I remember last year. Um, I think it was last year. Baylor beat us at home, and as we were walking out of the stadium, they were like, "SEC, SEC." The Baylor people were yelling that, mm-hmm. and I held. I just held up my fingers like Johnny Manziel used to money, 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 money. And I'm like, we're going to make lots of money and you aren't. So you go right ahead and stay in the big 12. Um, and they're like, no, you're not. And I said, yes, we are. We're going to make 40 million more dollars than you guys are mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. And they, they shut up. Like mm-hmm. they, like they didn't understand that. So what I went through and found, this is comparing the big 10 and mm-hmm. the sec and the big 12. Okay. And so this is what each school is paid that has, a, this is for football, mm-hmm. what each school is paid by their, and it, and it comes from the contracts on TV, TV contracts. and then there is extra money for bowl games. They right. didn't get into how much money comes out of bowl games. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That kind of thing. But this is contracts with ESPN, ABC, Fox, those, all those sorts mm-hmm. of things for um, game time for, for football games on TV. So in 2022, each team in the Big Ten got $57 million, or got $57 million per team. Okay. The SEC 
the team's got $54 million per team. Okay. And the Big 12, we got 40, 40 yeah. million dollars. Mm -hmm. So we're 14 million behind where the SEC is, 17 million behind the Big right. 10. So in 2025, next year, there have been new contracts signed by the Big mm -hmm. Ten and the SEC. So the Big Ten's going to jump up to $75 million. Yeah, it's crazy. And the SEC's going to jump up to $75 million. Mm -hmm. And the Big 12's going to jump up to $44 million. <laughs> Right, yeah. That's increasing for them $4 million, but $20 mm -hmm. million for mm -hmm. the others. Per right. team. Yes. Per team. If you go to 2027, um, the Big Ten, each team's going to make $89 million. The SEC teams are going to make $99 million. So it's a, wow. they now jump over the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. okay. And the Big 12 is going to make $49 million. Yeah, They are still, in 2027, they're behind what the SEC teams are making last mm -hmm. year. Wow. Um, and then you jump to 2029 because the contract, I think, at least it went, they just showed figures through 2029. Mm -hmm. The Big Ten jumps up to $94 million. The SEC goes to $105 million <sighs> per team. And the Big 12 jumps up to $56 million. We're talking $60 million difference mm -hmm. to be in the SEC versus the Big 12. That's big. I that is a, a no-brainer. Yep. Um, so when Baylor yells SEC, say, you just wish you could be there. <laughs> the well, SEC is where the money is and the big yes. team. Well, a couple of thoughts on that. And, and you may remember one of the early podcasts this year, I talked about USC and UCLA. They are not immediately getting that Money's. share. They are actually just getting a partial share and they're not even going to be the first year or two making as much as like Maryland and Rutgers. But they're okay. going for what they're going to be getting, like you said, in 2019. In the future. Yeah, in okay. the future. Um, that now tells me that um, one year of their SEC contract pays Jimbo Fisher's buyout. So oh, yeah. I, get, I guess you got oh, that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, that has to come from donors, but yes. Right. Yeah. So when you're dealing with that kind of money, you go, yeah, let's get rid of him. Yeah. yeah, he's he's not beating Alabama, and he's not. I right. mean, he did beat Alabama once. Yeah, but he's not doing it on a consistent mm -hmm. basis, no. and he's not beating Georgia. And supposedly, he's always getting these great recruiting classes, but it's just, yeah, it's just not working for him. Yeah. Um, I also, though, once again, I'm an old. I think that's a a lot of that is also what's wrong with college football. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, it's yeah. all about the money. It's know. all about the money. Yeah. There's no loyalty. No. There's no, um, you know, and again, you and I went to college in the 80s. <laughs> yes, we did. But you were true to your school. Yes. And I I hate Texas to this day. I, yes. I, I, anytime I see that orange, I'm like, oh, puke. Yeah. Yep. Horns down. You know, and my kids are like, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> that's in that's ingrained in me. Right. Yes. But then you see these players and Gundy talked about it during Bedlam. You know, he, the week of Bedlam, he was like the, the, the there's not as much hate and animosity between the OU players and the OSU players as there was when he played right. um, in the eighties. You know, he was, yeah. uh, I guess, no, did he play in the night? He may have played in the, 
No, I mean, he talks about he and Bosworth being there at midfield and spitting on each other. And spitting on each other. Um, So he said that these these guys all play ball together. They grow up together. You know, they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm friends with that one Mm -hmm. and that one. So there's not as much hate and animosity. um, But the fans still have it. Yes. (laughs) You know, the fans still have it. Definitely. you know, that is one of those things that's, that's different. So mm-hmm. I don't think that they, that a player necessarily goes, oh, I'm hurting my school. Right. They're like, I'm looking out for number one and I yeah. can be a better wide receiver if I mm-hmm. go to a different school. So that's where I'm headed. Right. Or get to play, you know, some yeah. of those guys just want to play, which they play. I, that that's fair. But, um, on the sports radio stations down here, they've been talking basically all season about Jimbo was not going to make it through. They're like, why do they not pull the plug and pay him? And I'm like, but they're paying him $77 million. And when they pay all the rest of the coaches, it's going to be a $100 million buyout. Granted, oh, yeah. For Jimbo, I think they said it goes through like 2031. And so like next year, he'll so get. So it's not all at once. Okay. Yeah, he'll get like $15 million, And then after that, he gets about $7 million until the buyout's finished. And. Um, and they said, you know, A&M's got like an $8 billion endowment or something. They're like, it's a drop in the bucket. It was either eight or 18. I mean, it had an eight in it, but they're like, it's a drop in the bucket. But in my mind, it's also <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. It's a public institution. And there's it's, at some point in time, I mean, I guess if it's donor money, it's donor money, whatever. But you're like, do you not have to answer to the taxpayers for some of that? You know, I mean, it's a public institution. And if, if the donors have that much money to buy out Jimbo Fisher, don't they have that much money to, you know, beef up whatever program that we need beefed up? I also know that donors sometimes say, I'm not donating to that. I'm only going to donate to this. So I I get all that. I understand all that. It's just, wow. They shouldn't have, they should not have ever made the contract to begin with. It was a stupid contract. Everybody knew it was stupid from day one. Yeah. And they renewed it. You know, they renewed it after he'd been there for several years. Yeah. You know, that's not the initial contract, correct? That that, that was what I remembered. I haven't looked yeah, at it, could it be. just lately. Yeah. But I think he came and, and was there for a year or two. And then they're like, okay. Ten in years. 2021, yeah. we're going to make this huge contract. And yes. it's kind of like. But he hadn't been that great. No, maybe that he was hadn't. the year she beat Bama. That might have been the year. Could be. Could be. That he beat Bama there in College Station. And so they're like, Yeah, we're gonna give him all this money. No, he hasn't been he hasn't been phenomenal. But a ten year contract for <gasps> any college coach is stupid. Yes. It's agreed. just stupid. Why yeah. would you do that? Especially one who's you know, because at that point, like you said, Jimbo Fisher was unproven at A and M, you know. Uh, anyway, it done whatever. I mean, well, the huge an thing, Aggie to, thing. It sounds to like me, an Aggie decision. You know, uh, with my daughter being a grad mm-hmm. from there, right. I watched some of their football games. Sure, they have never in the last ten years they have not had a decent quarterback ever. Right, that they've had running backs, they've yeah. had tight ends. They've got O linemen. They usually have a pretty decent defense. They gotta have a quarterback. Yeah. When they did and have Jimbo, a decent quarterback, they ran him off, Kyler. 
Yes, they ran him off. Yes, yeah. he's probably the last decent quarterback they mm-hmm. had. Yeah. You know, Kellen Mond played for four years. Bless his heart. He's right. not very good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just yeah. not very good. No. Yeah, he's not going to. Go out and recruit somebody that can pass the ball and run the ball. You got money. Or find somebody it. in the transfer portal. Yeah. I mean, look. And all these, we've got a transfer quarterback. Oregon's winning lots of games with a transfer quarterback. With Bo Nix, exactly. Yeah, exactly. John Rice Plumley that went to UCF. He left Ole Miss. Yes. Go to UCF. Exactly. He looks great. Yeah. It, Spencer Sanders left OSU. He mm-hmm. had a year of eligibility left. He goes to Ole Miss. I think he's promised that he'll get to be a starter. He's hardly played. He played okay. some this this last right. week against LSU because their okay. their starting quarterback got injured. Otherwise, okay. he hasn't really played. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he go to A and M? Right, exactly. I mean, there's no longevity in it for for someone that's a, a junior or a senior. But I don't understand why they can't recruit a quarterback. Yeah, and that's what they've lacked for ten years. That's true. That's a good point. They have. So maybe they'll hire you and me to coach them. <laughs> Man, if you want to give me that contract, I will take it today. Oh, my goodness. Let's do I'll it. I'll take it. Let's do it. Um, so, because I am a Michigan grad, I guess I should talk about Harbaugh, too. Oh, yes. Tell me what your thoughts on old Jim are. So, I will say that um, I wouldn't put it past Harbaugh to have some knowledge of what was going on. Um, he has never struck me as the most ethical person. <laughs> okay. Um, and I may be, I may, may be totally wrong, but I, but you know, he's had some other stuff since he's been there, just like little, little things that, you know, they've had concerns about. And I am really shocked at their um, AD and his response to the Big Ten, because this that came down was from the Big Ten, not from the NCAA. And he just, I've got some of it here because I'm like, dude, what are you saying all that for? I mean, why are you trying to make a bunch of enemies? Um, but just talking about how he can't believe that, um, oh, yeah, yesterday under the guise of NCAA rule regarding head coaching responsibility, find it completely unethical and insulting and an assault on everyone. And it's like, dude, get over yourself. <laughs> Just, you don't even need to make a statement. You guys are going to fight it. That's yeah. fine. But why, why do that when, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if Harbaugh had some knowledge of that, if he wasn't pushing for it to happen. So. Yeah. I, I, as I've read it about it and, um, you know, just try to follow the story. I cannot believe that Harbaugh had no knowledge of it. Exactly. There is no way a head right. coach who the aide worked for that was going to all these games mm-hmm. where he was observing them and stealing signals. There's no way that he works under Har- Harbaugh and Harbaugh didn't tell him to do it. I mean, he just was doing it out of the goodness of his heart. Exactly. Um, the offensive coordinator told him to do it, but said, Shh, don't, don't tell, don't tell coach Harbaugh mm-hmm. or the defensive coordinator told him to do it. Shh, don't, don't tell coach Harbaugh or the O-line coach told him to do it. Yeah. Come on. Even if Harbaugh, Harbaugh didn't tell him to do it, 
I'm he guessing knew. he knew about it after the fact when they started using using all that not that yeah. information. Yeah, I yeah. I think they I think he had to have. Well, and you know, um, one of the things that came out it was um, Sunny Dykes at TCU when mm-hmm. they played Michigan yeah. last year mm-hmm. in the first uh, series mm-hmm. of bowl games. Yeah. Um, there was a statement. I don't know if it was from Sunny Dykes or someone else in the program, mm-hmm. but but they said we had been told yes that Michigan stole signals. Mm-hmm. And we in we don't know if they stole our signals, but right. we decided to call fake signals mm-hmm. to protect our our signals. Um, and when you hear that, you're like, mm-hmm. that was a year ago. Yep. And so and what no... happened that game? TCU killed <laughs> Michigan. They killed them. Yes. And when I when I read that, I was like, and TCU killed Michigan. Mm-hmm. So had they. Was it because TCU fed them fake signals? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would suspect it was, but yeah. but whoever it was from TCU said we don't know if they right. did or not. We had just been told to watch out. We were just so protecting ourselves. We called like we would, and I I kind of think they said you know we'd call four numbers, and it was mm-hmm. just the middle two that counted. Okay, um, and 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 everybody on our team knew that, uh-huh. but. But nobody else knew that, and that, or yeah. or just the last two counted, or just right. the, you know the mm-hmm. first one counted, or, um, and they said, I, we did fine. Yeah, we don't think that Michigan knew our signals. <laughs> yeah, well, they they killed them. So yes, I I wondered wonder. if that was going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't know. We'll never anyway, know the rest of the, the story. The president and the AD are doubling down, and I don't know. I. Jim Harbaugh's not necessarily the kind of guy I would double down on. Yeah, I you know, and and get get behind that much, but you know, whatever. I mean, I want Michigan to do well. I I have a degree yeah. from there. Um, yeah, but I I also am not about people not being ethical and skirting the rules and stuff like that either. So, like yeah. the rules don't apply to me. You know, it it reminded me of the Joe Paterno. Yes. And it, I mean, mm-hmm. this is a totally different scandal, but, yeah. um, you know, Joe Paterno sure. was like, I didn't know that was going on. You, I'm sorry. You had to have known. He had to mm-hmm. have known it was going on. And if he didn't, mm-hmm. he was still at fault for yes. not knowing that it was yes. going on and exactly. policing it. Exactly. But he had to have had a suspicion. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you yeah. get those suspicions and think mm-hmm. something's off here. Yes, and he, exactly. he had to have. He decided to turn a blind mm-hmm. eye, and that's right. that's awful. Yeah, it ruined lives. That's it did awful. absolutely. So the one other thing I'm going to say, yeah, maybe not a popular opinion. Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to choose between Texas Rangers winning the World Series and winning Bedlam, I pick Rangers winning the World Series. Sorry, <laughs> I do. I do. Well, a World Series win comes around how often? Maybe. Well, it's been 60 some years that Texas Rangers have been around and they've never won it. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> and a Bedlam win with OU. Uh, what do we, what in the, in the series, don't we? 90 some. Yeah. 99 to mm-hmm. 10 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So eh, I, yeah. I'll play the percentages and I'll yeah. take it too. So, yeah. So. 
I'm like, well, at least I had the Rangers that week, right? That's you know, right. At least That's the right. Rangers, you had positive. Yes. The Rangers <laughs> had already won the World Series when we lost Bedlam. So I'm like, well, at least I got my Ranger high still on. Well, I got lots of questions last week, or, or you know, after the Bedlam game. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened to your team? You know, I'm like, okay. I don't think they got out of bed. You know, I'm not. <laughs> Not sure they even showed up. I don't know. Right. I know they hadn't, you know, awake. They weren't awake. They hadn't brushed Did their they teeth get and had a cup bus? of coffee. But this week, all mm-hmm. those same people are like, man, our team stunk it up. They admitted I didn't yeah. have to say anything. I no, didn't have to say. So true. tell me. Tell me about that little blue team. Right. Um, <laughs> that little blue team. <laughs> um, they, they all admitted. They're like, man, what? We didn't get off the bus. We no. went to Orlando and went to Disney mm-hmm. World instead yes. of going to the football game. That's true. They did go to Disney World. So, didn't they? Um, it it was so lopsided. I mean, yeah, it, it was. It, yeah, and and the rain affected both teams, right? It's not like yes. yes. Anyway, it, it was it was stunning, but glad glad Kansas lost. Sorry that Bean got hurt and was on the bench, but still oh, glad yeah. Kansas lost and glad Oklahoma to State get lost because I still want to hold out hope that we can be in Arlington in December. Right. But I want to say too that um, Tech played a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did, how did they always take out the quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> They, right? they took out our quarterback last yes, year that's right. and made Dylan sit on the sidelines and we lost uh-huh. the game Yeah, right at the end. They took out Bean. How do they do that? That's a good question. Because uh, it's not even this. I mean, last year is the same coach, but Tech's, you know. Right, right. And then they like, won in regulation, too. I really thought that game was going into OT. I so. thought it'd go to overtime and you're at home with Kansas mm-hmm. and they're going to pull it off. I mean, right. In an overtime situation, it's usually the home crowd that pulls it off. But yes. yeah, that their their quarterback just made three pass, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, and he only had like thirty seconds. Yeah, I, I mean he, he looked like a star NFL player. How about that? <laughs> and boom, they kick a field goal, win yeah. the game. That little Geno guy, I'm like, could he enter the Church. transfer portal? <laughs> they said he had like a. 57 yarder while he played at Houston oh. Christian. Oh, he played, wow. And I think he is Houston Christian. I, on the TV, they weren't even sure they're is like it that. Houston maybe Christian an, or Houston Baptist? It was Houston Christian. Oh, okay. Like an, maybe an NAIA team. Oh, okay. Um, and then they're like, well, maybe it's a Division II. Nobody was really sure, but they said he had a 57 yard field goal when he played for that team. And then okay. he entered the transfer portal to go to Tech. Okay. And I'm like, well, come on to Oklahoma. Yeah, we'll take him. He's got a he's got a leg. <laughs> no, no offense, Schmidt. But, I know, you know. No offense. No offense. No offense. Uh, <laughs> it's sometimes good to have several at that position. Yes. <laughs> so it's an early kick, which um, they yes. really thought it was going to be a nighttime, but that's kind of good because everybody says playing in Provo at night super hard. So yeah. I'm glad it's an 11 a.m. kick. It's 11 a.m. here, so 10 a.m. there. 10 it's a 10 a.m. kick That's true. in Provo. So hopefully our guys will be awake, and it won't be like the OSU game like <sighs> you are talking about. So hopefully they'll right. be awake. Hopefully have they'll coffee. have their coffee. And, um, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I assume they go up the, the day before, but 
it's it's high altitude. So right. hopefully maybe they're going mm-hmm. up a couple of days ahead to get right. a little adjusted and practice there. That sort yeah. of thing. True. I don't know about the temperature at all. Yeah, it's it warm here, but I don't I don't have any idea what it is there. Yeah, this time of year. Yeah, it could be cold. And then they still snowy. have not set whether it's ABC or ESPN. Unless oh, okay. Earlier today I looked and they're like, it still hasn't been decided. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Um, you would have thought so, by now they would have it set, which, yes. which station it's going to be on. And I'm not sure what game it, it you know, it's like, well, if, if they're ABC, who's ESPN? You know, I don't, I right. don't know what other game is at the at same that time. time. Hmm. Yeah. Me but I, I could not find it um, as to, they're still not saying what, okay. what channel. Okay. Because we're not going to Provo. All right. I have to watch It'll, it at I'm home just... and I'll text you. I'll text you every play. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I guess that's about it. Anything else? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Good deal. Let, let's well, have boomer. another sooner. Let's have another and great game. We need a big W. Go. Oh. 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 Bye. Bye, Dana. Bye, everybody.